This is Sexy Book Club. Like the name says, we talk about sexy books with an emphasis on the sex. So keep listening only if you're ready for frank and explicit conversation. Welcome to Sexy Book Club. I'm Carla, and I have Amy with me. Yeah, you do. And Tom. Yeah, I'm here too. And tonight, we are talking about Lord of Scoundrels by Loretta Chase from 1995. Ooh, it's a throwback. It mm-hmm. is kind of a throwback. It's kind of a classic. Small content warning, there is some gun violence. There will be a slight discussion of gun violence, which seems weird for a romance novel. And it is. More on that <laughs> <bit>. later. <laughs> so this book is number three in the Scoundrels series. I don't have a copy. I normally would hold up a copy on the call, but I don't I don't know what the cover looked like. Something strapping, probably a busty woman and a broad-shouldered man. Oh, oh. oh. That's I my guess. I feel like Amy's Googling it right now. Not Googling it, but here is a teeny tiny picture. Oh, yes. Okay, Wait I have it. seen that. Yes. It is her. I, it's I've like her looked, looking over her shoulder, yes, kind of. Because. Yes. That That is it. Yes. Can only assume that's the main character. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but that's what do I know? random woman. I don't know. So, blurb. I actually found oh, I've two. Got, sorry, I've got oh. multiple. Oh. Covers. Oh, okay. This makes sense because I found yeah. two versions of the blurb. But okay. I picked the one that I thought was more accurate. Perfect. So here we go. They call him many names, but Angelic isn't one of them. Ooh. Sebastian Ballister, the notorious Marquess of Dane, is big, bad, and dangerous to know. No respectable woman would have anything to do with the bane and blight of the Ballisters, and he wants nothing to do with respectable women. He's determined to continue doing what he does best, sin and sin again. And all that's going swimmingly, thank you, until the day a shop door opens and she walks in. She's too intelligent to fall for the worst man in the world. Jessica Trent is a determined young woman, and she's going to drag her imbecile brother off the road to ruin no matter what it takes. If saving him, and with him, her family and future, means taking on the devil himself, she won't back down. The trouble is, the devil in question is so shockingly irresistible, and the person who needs the most saving is herself. Oh. What? (laughs) I thought that was a pretty accurate one. The other one was a little bit more generic, but that kind of sums it up. Our main characters are heroine, Jessica Trent, kind of a Mary Sue, maybe? Let's maybe talk about that later, too. But she has blue-black hair, almond-shaped silver-gray eyes, alabaster complexion, graceful figure. She's 27. Did I say that? Plus, brains, physical agility, courage. She can ride, fence, and shoot with the best of them. These are descriptions from characters in the book. Our hero... <clears throat> the devil himself. Uh, Lord Sebastian Leslie, Guy de Ath Ballister, Marquess of Dane. He, according to her, has coal black hair, bold black eyes, a conquering Caesar of a nose, a sullen sensuality of a mouth, and his body she describes as big and splendidly proportioned, powerfully muscled. Hmm. And that's upon first seeing him. So I kind of like their vibe right away. Oh, yeah, she's right away. like, yeah, yeah. damn. Uh, and then there's some other small characters. Her brother, Bertie, the aforementioned imbecile. Uh, her grandmother, <laughs> Genevieve, 
who rules. Who's awesome. Slutty I love grandma. So I love oh, it man. so hard. I love her so much. Um, and then his friends, Vautry and Beaumont and assorted other like ne'er-do-wells. And then Charity Graves, the mother of his bastard son, Don. <gasps> so those are all the folks. But Tom is going to tell us about where we are and what that means. Yeah, we open on like, well, first the prologue takes place when he is a very small child who's just been born and uh, he doesn't look attractive as as maybe a, a young a young baby might. He's quite hideous to to the eye, but he has the the birthmark that every other member of his family has on his ass. Oh, so that's... that's how his dad knows that he's his. Uh, and then, you know, some tragic family backstory. And then we flash forward to 1828 Paris, where the story picks up and then later moves over to England. So we're olden days over here. We That's are right. olden back days. In this your... is, I guess I don't know if I said this. This is our first Regency romance we've talked about at Sexy Book Club. And they are like one of the pillars of the genre. So we got to sex dragons and sex mm-hmm. Robots, um, like cyborgs. Robots, thank you. I yeah. could not think of the word cyborg for a minute yeah. there. I just want robot. <laughs> um, and before we got to Regency, so that's fun. Um, Amy's going to tell us about the conflict in this book. Kind of comes in late. It it does because, as Tom said, it starts. The book starts off talking about Dane's childhood, probably so we know why he's so fucked up. Yeah, it's all mm-hmm. his like. Yeah, his mom was whoring around. His- left his dad. She left him there. Cue abandonment issues, mm-hmm. and so that is essentially what causes most of the conflict. Is Dane is so fucked up, and I will refer to him as Dane because he is referred to in the book, and I did not remember his name was Sebastian <laughs> until, until the very the end. end of the well, novel. The very- when he's like, "I guess you should call me by my Christian name," and yeah. she's like, "Oh, Sebastian," and I'm like, "Yeah, yeah. Sebastian." She, she calls him Dane the whole time, the whole or time. Beelzebub, or Beelzebub, yeah, yeah. or like. Claude Pole or these other fun yeah, old time very insults. cutesy um, names for him, of course. Yeah, they're all very. Yeah, she loves him. So she is like the blurb said, way too smart to get involved with this guy. It's too bad that he makes her panties so wet. Uh, so she can't help but always find herself around him. He can't help but put her down every five seconds because. He also is attracted to her, which completely grosses him out because he does not go for those fine uptown ladies because of that one that broke his heart that one time. Or really any woman that's not a whore. Exactly. He loves himself some good whores. Mostly into whores. Thick whores, too. We're talking with booty and boob. So he's surprised to be even attracted to such a waif of a woman. Yeah, thick with two C's. That's right. And so the conflict is going back and forth between, at the beginning, them denying their hot sexiness between them. And then finally, (laughs) and finally, the conflict (laughs) kind of comes to a head when he's like, well, you should just fucking marry me then. Yeah, the (laughs) weirdest game of chicken I've ever read in a book. she's like... Okay. And then they're like angrily married to one another. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Indeed. But and both secretly happy about but it. But secretly yeah, like happy. Yeah, like super stoked about it. 
And and so the conflicts all arise. And I'd say there's like the main conflict is just they just cannot get along because he's so fucked up. And she realized she's so fucking reasonable. Oh, my God. So, oh, this so lady's a saint. Until she's like she's not until she's not sure until he's whoring around and she shoots him in the arm, which I guess is like conflict number one before they get married. Yeah, I guess. There's so they're, many. You're right. They're they're sort of just constantly at odds. Like, yeah. they really are, like, super attracted to one another instantly. Mm-hmm. And, like. But then want to yeah. get under each other's skin at yes. every single turn. Yes. And then finally, when they are married, uh, the next big conflict is she wants to bone. And he's like, oh, no, I'm going to break her. And then the next conflict after that is, oh, good. They've got the sex thing down. But, oh, Wait. He has a bastard son she didn't know about. And now the mom wants to extort them for money, for more money than he's already giving her. Because apparently he obviously he knew about this and just what did not tell her that he gives. I guess. Five hundred dollars She didn't even seem. I mean, she was like, this son is a lot of regencies. (laughs) So this is like pretty standard fare. The like bastard child. And like she's very she's like, well, we weren't together. Like, I don't care. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like, which, whatever which you did for me was, was whatever. The kid's like eight, right? Yeah. But she's mad at him for for like, not wanting him. Abandoning this kid. Like he's yep. giving the mom money, but has yeah. never met the kid, has no relationship with him. Uh, so that's pretty much the, the last big conflict they have is, okay, how can Jess and Dane reconcile? He doesn't want the kid. She does. And then when they do finally get on the same page... How do they get that kid? Yeah. Those are pretty much the main conflicts. Everything between Jess and Dane and then (laughs) illegitimate bastard child. And then in the last, like, fifth of the book, all that other stuff. Yes. Oh, my. I was so surprised. Are we free You think it's coming to a resolution and then... I know. And I was like, well, it, the book's just about over. What? I'm only 82% of the way through. <laughs> yeah. What? Because then this whole, this whole thing happens. So... What I would love to talk about is, I guess, a couple things. Number one, the tragic backstory as a trope. Super common, I find, particularly in Regencies. And for for both hero and heroine, like here it's the hero to like explain his assholery. Mm-hmm. And then sometimes it's for the heroine to explain her like reticence to open herself up to love well and hers is as well that she would prefer to be her own businesswoman she wants to open an antique shop because she's got a great eye for you know heirlooms and interesting expensive finds it's like she's got a fucking plan man and she and the man isn't part of the plan man the man is not part of the plan but apparently shopkeepers get looked down on in this society, especially if they're women. Oh, well, yes, okay. it's not. Oh, please ask me anything about the Regency era because I feel like I know so much just from reading romance novels. Never having read one before, I was like, is this a thing? Like, is this legitimately sure, a so. thing? Well, how dare she own her own business? Ooh, can she not get a husband? <laughs> well, because she's a woman, yes, but even they would have looked down on male shopkeepers because they are like lords and ladies right like he's a marquess which is one step below a duke you guys he's like he's in the line deal. for the crown and so anyone who works in trade which means like retail runs a business cares <laughs> sure. about cares about money at all because they all should just be like living off their lands and their people 
um, is like very looked down upon. Like they should mm. never even talk about that stuff. And especially because okay. she's a woman. A lady. Yeah. A lady. She's yes. a lady. I get why they do it. And at least in this one, it's nothing like it's very sad. Like, but it's not horrific. I feel like they are often like real bad, like sexual violence or like other mm. things like that in the tragic backstory. This one was sad, but not like catastrophic. No, it was just in abandonment. It was yeah. it was what actually lots of children just go through is that totally. their parents split. They get stuck with one of them. Yeah. And the one that has them doesn't really, doesn't really want them so much. Not so great. Not, really. not so much. Here's the other thing. Jess, I thought, was like, oh, she's so understanding because she just sees through all his bullshit. Part of her backstory is that she is like... Um, her grandmother had lots of kids and they all had lots of kids. So they don't really have a lot of money, but they are like not royalty, but like. Yeah. They're a high, like they're a well-known she's a lady. family. She's a yes. lady. Like they are, they are a high breeding. class family. Yes. I think she's like the daughter of a baronet or something. But there was tons of them. So her parents died when she was young. Yeah. I can't remember how young, but quite young. Um, so her and her brother kind of got like shuttled between other relations and she ended up, um, essentially like raising all of her nephews. Yeah. Because which she were was, all boys. Which were <laughs> all, all boys. boys. So she is like, totally understands the male psyche in a way that is very funny. Yes. Actually. Because <laughs> like, he, his whole thing is that he's like this big badass. He doesn't give a fuck. He does like everyone's scared of him. And that is the reality. Like everyone is scared of him. They jump when he when he says jump and and they are like totally do whatever he says. He's this big, brooding, scary guy. And she's like, oh, you're so sensitive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She you, sees you right are, through everything. Right and he is. Yeah. Like like you're so high strung. Yeah. And he, it's like and he's she like, just sees right through his what? bullshit. And I. Make, I found it quite delightful several times in the book, actually. But she does reach a point where she gets so mad at him. She has this great plan where she goes very dramatically <laughs> and shoots him mm -hmm. in mm -hmm. front of people after he um, Had a you know, shames her. Yeah, and shames her. Yeah. Yep. Was it yeah. after the glove moment? Um, it was after, no, it was after the, ball. the ballroom. Yeah. Yeah. So they have like this very sex. They are like can't keep their hands off each other, mm -hmm. but like haven't consummated or anything. They're at a ball. They go outside. They're like pawing at each other and people come and see them. So, of course, like Regent Sierra, she's ruined. No yeah. one will ever marry her. No one would come to her shop. So like her whole future is destroyed. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And he just pieces out <laughs> because he thinks she's trying to trick him yes. into marrying him. And she's like, nah, man. no, you idiot. But. They both just, like, don't understand. She thinks he did it to get back at her. He, their communication skills are not great. No. Uh, so she has this great plan where she goes and shoots him and then gets a lawyer and they're in Paris. So apparently in Paris in 1825, like, a wronged woman can kind of get away with anything. <laughs> yeah, basically, like, not even a jury in Texas would convict her sort of thing. <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. That's not great. There are also times when he is being frustrated and she, like, throws things at him. And they always make it very clear that she is very small and he is very big. So she... Even when she shoots him, she's like an expert shot. So it just goes cleanly through and yeah, it's like right he's through fine. his shoulder. But still not a great, <laughs> still not a great way to solve your problems. Sure. No. Shooting someone is not a great not way to solve your problems. Not a recommended way to solve 
so to solve a problem. Also, when it happened, I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. And then I was like, oh, right. That throwaway line at the beginning about, about how she's a better being, shot than all her cousins. Yes, about her being this crack <laughs> shot. And it's like, I don't know. I kind of love it. She just comes in here and she's like, you fucked up. Boom. And shoots him. <laughs> and I'm just like, I'm here for it. You I've get it, girl. Say, I feel like this book is a, is problematic-ish. Um, less problematic than I thought it would be since it was from 1995, to be totally honest oh, with yeah. you. yeah. Because sure. in the very yep. beginning, she is very, like, smart, knows her own mind, like, does her own shit, like, which is not quite what I was expecting. I thought it, she'd be a bit more damsel and distressy, mm-hmm. and she was not. So I dug that. Yeah. Breath of fresh air. Um, and her grandma, like I said, was oh, fucking amazing. So her. her grandma had been married three times and just was like such a babe that all the men in Paris were in an uproar that she was back in town after 25 years. And she just had like these awesome lines where Jess is like, I'm paraphrasing here, but something about like, oh, he's he's. um. I can't stand to be around him, but I'm super attracted to him. That's no kind of man to marry. And her grandma's like, no, it sounds like a great kind of guy to marry. She's like, no, that's the perfect one to marry. <laughs> that's the one. Uh, yeah. Well, I like that she gets her grandma a dirty watch, like yes. a, a dude mm-hmm. going down on a girl. Yes. A- hilarious. Like an old school novelty pen. Yeah, where <laughs> totally. the clothes fall off of the lady. Right? Yes. And she is very, like I said, like, uh. I liked this book. I didn't like that he was kind of an asshole and that she shot him. But I, I did like their chemistry, yeah. even though I found it like problematic and bad in a real life situation, like a real relationship. This would be a very bad dynamic oh, to have. Yes. But reading it, I, I liked it. Like, sure. I thought they were funny. Oh, yes. Like the way they like. It was humorous. It's a good at back each and other. forth. Yeah. Yes. They were. They had. Uh, Good chemistry. I found his assholishness more tolerable than I would have otherwise. Because what of, what was one of the other ones that we read where the dude was just an a hole? And was it the was it the well, there was like the doctor doesn't one wear member? a stetson or yeah, the doc- and he yeah. kept like grabbing her and being and like he was so jerky about it. Yeah, and Dane was certainly jerky and very rude. But I think Jess's response to it and how so nonplussed she was, I was like, okay, it's okay. She's got this. Like, yeah, she, I guess, yeah, she had it under control. Like it made it more okay to me. That's probably it, Amy. It it didn't bother her, so it didn't bother mm-hmm. me. Yeah, she was like, yes. "Oh, I know exactly." Yeah. I think you nailed what it. Like here. she was like, "Oh, okay, poor baby." Yeah, okay. Aww. You lash out. <laughs> you say what yeah, you gotta exactly. say. Like sh- get all your emotions yeah, out. I it's know. fine. <laughs> I love that. Ah, uh, yes, I liked it. Let's talk about sex. Took a long time to get oh to the sex. My God, so yeah, long. yeah, long time. First sex scene wasn't till two ten. The book I had H-210. expired from the library before I was able to get to the sex. <laughs> to get to the sex, there was I thought some good build up. Like they yes. had like the glove thing. I wouldn't have thought sure. would be sexy. Like but they it was. they go for coffee and he like unbuttons her long glove and you know in a time when they never would have even been barehanded really mm-hmm. in front of each other maybe and it's very like they're both they were like <gasps> they both want to fuck on the table in the cafe yeah. and they 100%. want everyone to see yeah for different but, reasons yes cuz she wants to be like i'm the one who broke the marquess of dane and he mm-hmm. wants to be the one like i am the one that like ruined 
Lady Jessica, and but yes. they're both like, no, 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 no. You, that you was yeah, totally their thing because he's like, oh, I'm, t- I totally ruined your reputation. And she's like, or did doing- I ruin yours? Yes, she's like, yeah. oh, did I ruin yours? Because you're this big badass and you're sitting here lovingly undoing my talking job to me in, in Italian, mm-hmm. all sexy like. He's yeah. all like Caramia, <laughs> and she's like, suck up. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> So before the 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 party that uh, where the the makeout session goes and everything goes south. Yes. So pre gunshot, right? Uh, when she marches into his house and then sees that her brother's alive and then just like pieces out. Oh yeah. yes, and he chases her out into and the he rain. The rain. Her. I love the rain. Mm-hmm. I love that there was like so much electricity between them that literally the author needed lightning to strike mm-hmm. next to them to really drive that point home. <laughs> Oh, I forgot about that. And then that's what made them stop. They were like on the street in public. Like him half dressed. Yeah, he's got her skirts up. And her they're like down. just making out hardcore, pressed up against this like Lamp lighting post pole or something. Or something. Yeah. 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 And then, yes, lightning strikes. And they're like, oh, shit. What this are we doing here? To go now. We should not be doing this. <laughs> and then she's like, I'm going to walk home. Or no, that was before. I don't that know where I would... am. I'm walking home. <laughs> I never did that when I was 18. I did. I definitely did get in a fight with someone and be like, I'm just walking home. Oh, yeah. I'm going home. Somehow find my, I, I've somehow always found my way. Exactly. It's fine. I love the uh, she got hers scene <laughs> when he was too scared to have sex with her. For sure. <laughs> yes. So, yes. OK, so that I had as the first sex scene. Mm-hmm. So they're married. He gets super drunk on their wedding night. Oh, he, Nothing yeah. happens. Like, because he's scared. Because he's like. Nervous. Big, he thinks he is like this ugly giant brute, and she's like, he thinks he's this big beautiful stallion. Yeah, but he's like afraid he's gonna. He has realized he's super attracted to her, but hasn't realized like, oh, she's a virgin. Like, yeah, I don't want to break do this. her. Like, yeah, I'm he gonna totally break gets her. in his own head. About I'll tear it. her yeah, open so. with my giant breeding organ. <laughs> mm-hmm. So. <laughs> Worst one for me. I'm like, oh, oh why all the talk yeah. about the breeding? Yeah, always. Um, so well, because it's Regency. First, that's why. Yeah, their first sex scene. He gets her off with hand stuff, and then she like instantly falls asleep, asleep, which I think was wonderful. <laughs> it was so good. I loved it. It made me laugh. Like, oh man, yeah. it was really funny. And then he and carried it, and her he's upstairs, like, oh, just like a man. <laughs> <laughs> That's my job. Like, <laughs> it was really oh, funny. Oh my goodness! Yeah, was a good one. So that's yeah, page two ten. So yeah, it's a long time. Then they finally have sex, make out, penetration. That's literally my only notice. Penetration. Penetration. So they had sex, and it's the only time that they actually describe anything either. The other times that they had sex, it, they just describe it as like enthusiastic and. Well, I thought the next one they still like. For sure, there was some things that were said in the next one when he goes down on her and then they yeah. have sex. Yes, I forgot that one. Yeah, which, yeah, I wrote, I wrote down something from that one. Yeah, as one of me my, too. Yeah. Me too. <laughs> I wonder um, if we all wrote down the same maybe. thing. Then they have a quickie in the bushes. Yep, classic mm. bush quickie. Yeah. yeah, which, again, I was kind of into. Good for them. Yeah, sure. get outside. Really married. I mean, they really couldn't keep their hands off each other. I did feel like they had good chemistry. Yeah. The love was um, real. And the, yeah. And then yeah. at the very end, like within one of the last couple pages, they have sex on the dining room table. 
Mm-hmm. That's true. Yeah. With her on top of him. It was yeah, so yeah. Until they actually like there was some variety in their positions. It wasn't just, <laughs> you know, starfishing the whole time. Exactly. It was other stuff too. <laughs> this is one of her quotes. This is not a sex quote, but this was her like it, realizing why he's being such an idiot. Masculine pride was an exceedingly precious and fragile item. That's why males built fortresses around it, practically from infancy. Uh, yeah, she really kind of gets into some like tos- toxic masculinity stuff in this book, which yeah. is like, yeah. yeah, and just like calls him on it. Her emotional intelligence is through the roof. For sure. Like, yeah, she raised uh, like 10 plus cousins to be very good men, from what I can tell, because she's excellent. Yes. Yeah. 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 I thought she was. She was great. So, words that are good. <laughs> Come on. Uh, I did want to talk about one thing before we get into, like, the fun words. Yes. She keeps saying uh, in the book that, like, she's falling in love with him. Mm-hmm. But, like, bitch, you already in love with him. <laughs> she's like, not willing to admit you ain't it yet. falling. Yeah. No, but, like, she's already so deep in. But yeah. she keeps saying, like, oh, I'm falling in love with him. But, like, no, she's already hook, line, and sinkered. Well, I mean, she does have very good emotional intelligence, but it is always hardest for us to see our own bullshit. That's true. <laughs> and you're in the thick of it. Yeah. Yeah. She was like, <laughs> could not see what was what was going on. Because really, she cut him a lot of slack that she didn't seem to cut anybody else. Yes. Yeah. No one else got the got the, got Certainly the amount not of her like, brother. Oh, no. Poor Birdie. <laughs> Ooh, I just found a perfect paragraph that just kind of sums up how wonderful Jess is. All in one go. Mm-hmm. Dane says, you've been surprising me, Jess, since the day I met you. Every time I turn around, something goes off in my face. If it isn't an obscene watch or a rare icon, it's a pistol or my tragically misunderstood mother or my hellion son. There have been times I've been convinced I didn't marry a female, but an incendiary device. <laughs> yep. Yeah, she is uh, a powder keg. And you just yeah. put a little bow on that and that's just Jess. Yeah. Just Jess. oh my goodness i'm trying to think see if i had i thought i had a real good grandma quote i wanted to share here i found the one about her grandma says he's very wealthy his lineage is excellent he's young strong healthy and you feel a powerful attraction jess says he isn't husband material and her grandma says what i just described is perfect husband material (laughs) like a bitch you not listening and then she says i don't want a husband and her grandma says Jessica, no woman does who can regard men objectively. Ah, damn, Grandma! Damn, Grammy! Yeah, she's so yep. great. Oh, man. Yep, fair yeah. enough. But I mean, I loved it. it's the burden they, they have are, to bear. Like, they're so, like, whip smart, both of them, that they're just like, I guess my life is just constantly surrounded by idiot men. And, like, again, that was not what i was expecting from a book from 1995 or a a regency book at that yeah like it seemed well i know like lots of kind of ones written now do that like in a way that was sort of would have been unrealistic for the time Mm -hmm. but makes it fun to read now yeah but yeah like loretta chase well done it seems like it's quite a feminist book from a time when i don't think romance novels were particularly feminist yeah Mm -hmm. She nailed it. Um, Womb Watch. Oh, yeah. Womb Watch 2020. Here we go. I forgot about Womb Watch. So we did have Womb, but he, this was him being, 
<laughs> Get yourself some together, the, woman. <clears throat> woman. Some of the writing in this book, well, in fact, all of the writing, I thought it was a very well-written book. Yeah. yeah. They're talking about, like, ha- making kids or something. Oh, and his thought is, the trouble was, every time, just as he was on the brink of flooding her virginal womb with the hot seed of latent balusters, something ghastly happened. <laughs> what a way to say, before we fuck. <laughs> yep. On the brink of flooding her womb with the hot seed of latent balusters. Mm. Yeah. Beautiful. Beautiful. Yeah, really, really rolls off the tongue. <laughs> <laughs> so hot. So hot. So hot. Oh, my goodness. You know what else is hot? Yeah. Um, having your eight-year-old say things like, did you put a baby inside her in that bed? Yep. Super hot. And then him being like, yes, son. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, I did. Sure did. And then him, and then her being like, "Excuse me, what?" <laughs> and then him, him being pretty much like, "Well, I've tracked your menstrual cycle. Yeah, he's totally. your cycle. Like, <laughs> We've been married for five weeks, and you and haven't you fucked me like, every day. So yeah, and you haven't had your period. So obviously you're preggers. And it's like, damn, maybe she has an irregular cycle, yeah, my dude. Get off right. it. Five weeks is pretty quick. Also, certainly too quick to be making announcements about it, right? Especially yeah. to your son." Whom you just met. Whom you just met. <laughs> oh, jeez. The thing I had. Oh, no, this was from the hand stuff Ooh. one. I, that was he, one of my I, favorite ones. Yeah, me too. Because it had been like, maybe because there had been so much build Maybe. Up. I was up, like, yeah. oh, God, something happened. Also, and then the hilariousness of her being like, oh, thanks so much. The tiny earthquake. Yeah. <laughs> yes. The, yeah, little earthquake. <laughs> A wanton tangle of silky curls and sweet womanliness, warm. Butter soft and butter slick. Shawl greasy up in there. <laughs> yep. Well, I mean, you did mention earlier that she floods That's, herself yes. when yes. she's in his presence. Also, so. w- when you do put a stick of butter up there anticipating sex, I would hope that you would be. <laughs> that it would melt. <laughs> melty and buttery and yeah. delicious. <laughs> it's a new meaning uh, yeah. to shake I mean, stick. to be honest, most of the descriptions were... I mean, funny, but in a pretty standard romance novel kind yeah. of way. You know yeah, what I mean? There was nothing like, where you're like, what? Wait, what? Exactly. It <laughs> yeah. was all hot, welcoming softness mm-hmm. and... Um, a lot of womanliness. Yes. Mm-hmm. And his and his manliness and his... And him storming into her. I know oh. she kind of used that imagery a number of times, I guess, maybe uh, to refer to their electricity tumultuous their, relationship their, maybe it's very their, stormy their lightning strikes earlier but <laughs> oh my goodness yeah so a, a lot of yes hot welcomingness another thing not sex scene related specifically but that so many romance novels do and i guess because they are trying to make it a full sensory experience is like they really will describe how the people smell yeah mm. yeah like women always smell like chamomile or mint or lavender or fresh rain or clean laundry rain, or I soap. noticed that in here. I'm like, yet yeah. another, because the last book we read, that dude smelled like rain. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. And then guys often are like musky. Musky Buckshot. tobacco, <laughs> um, cigars. Yeah. Um, and then but then always and her own special femininity or right. like and man and man like, and they smelled like right. and male. male she yeah. used male a lot yeah. in this one yeah, yeah so i She's mean like a bearskin rug and a pine forest and male 
I mean, basically that, yeah. yes. <laughs> have you been writing a romance novel, Maybe Amy? on the side. Amy, have you been? Is that what this whole project is leading well, towards? Well, this is my this is my research that I'm doing, trying to get I the best it. of everything. She writes down um, breeding organ and male, and just the word just male. male. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how about you guys? Did you have any that you were? Uh... I had a couple. One that I thought was just fun. Uh, she referred to him as a rattle-brained ninny. So I enjoyed that because, like, there were so many barbs that were actually smart that when there was, like, a dumb one, I was like, She's oh, running low, right? right? She's using yeah. them so yeah, much. Like she's, she's running like... out. Uh, and then, yeah, I had Little Earthquake written mm-hmm. down because that one was great. Uh, the Tender Bud and the Narrow Parting Underneath. Of, of course. Right. When okay. he was going down on yep. her. And uh, when he was referring to his whoring, uh, he, she used the term dispatch his business. <laughs> And I was into it. <laughs> Dispatch that business, baby. Mm. Uh, Send that parcel first class. Yeah, Dispatch his business. Priority shipping. Mm. Uh, I've, I've got a, I'm not sure where I'm I at think, now. I think we know the setting of Amy. It, yeah, in, the could be in the mail room. Post office romance yeah. novel that she's writing. It's called Going Postal. Just a little, oh, little yeah. for you. Because that doesn't mean anything else, no, right? No, not at all. It doesn't. No. Perfect. They're they're little when she is riding him and he grasps her sweet rump and lifts mm-hmm. her onto his manhood. Um mm-hmm. and they're and they're doing all that. And I I love the he's when he's just all of a sudden like she's on him and he's like, sweet Jesus. <laughs> just because I can just hear it like sweet Jesus. And then pleasure forked <laughs> through him. Lots mm. of forking. Jagged and white hot. Oh, Dio, I'm going to die. And then she says, <laughs> all mine. And then he says, yes, kill me, Jess. Do it again. <laughs> so, you know, like, I don't know if he's like hearkening to his near-death experience being shot. I right? think that's or exactly if what it was like the French to. version of an orgasm, oh, the little... La petite Yeah, mort. that's right. Yeah. The little death or what have you. But um, apparently her sex kills him. I mean, it also... <laughs> Is just part of his like overall sensitivity and high strength and over dramatic. She calls him yeah, dramatic like re- a lot, and he very is dramatic. So dramatic. He's so dramatic. Even in his like internal dialogue, when they so she finds out he has a son, he's like, "No, I don't want him." Like, he's no. a hideous monster. I paid for this problem to go away. Yes, I paid for this problem to go away, and I paid you to be my like docile. Wife. That's right. I paid for you and. <laughs> Yeah, and she is like, okay, that's what I'll be. I'll be your perfect, obedient little and wife. And she was for like so a for month. Like, yeah, for yeah. like a month, she just like says yes, dear, no, dear. Like is he says like no matter what like idiotic thing he says, she just Laughs agrees with him. And, and of course, he hates it. Yeah, because that's yeah. not why he married her. No, and then God, where was I going with that? Oh, any time that he would like, she would not instigate sex. Oh yeah, so he's being so dramatic. Yes, he wouldn't. And then so she takes him out onto the moors. So they're both pretty dramatic. Yeah. And then he's like, his internal dialogue is like, if she ever leaves me, I'm going to die. Yeah. Like, I just want her back. Oh, my God. Like, he is so, so dramatic. Because yeah. it's the first time maybe he's let himself have feelings. So he's feeling oh, them all yeah. like yeah. as if he's eight years old again. Well, and he's not used to being in love and having that feeling inside of him. 
And I mean, yes. after, well, or I guess while they're having sex, she she was doing all the controlling and he said, and he was thinking he wanted it that way because it was love that mastered him, happiness that shackled him. She was passionate chatelaine of his body, loving mistress of his heart. So I think he really wanted to just like give it all to her, but had literally no way to do that because as a child was not taught how to um, emote mm-hmm. or deal with his feelings at all. Yeah. Only learned how to like shove everything down and laugh it off mm-hmm. and and be shipped off to boarding school where everyone teased him about his looks, which that was one part that was a little bit disjointed for me was like how fucking sexy she described him and sure. how ugly he described like himself. Like tragic, horrible monster as yeah. a, like a baby and then later on, yeah. Well, and they talk about like like how his like his huge like what do they call it Broadmoor nose or Caesar of a Caesar nose? Of a nose or yeah, something, there was that, and then they refer to it as like the black, like the Blackmore nose. Yeah, the Blackmore. Yeah, and they kept talking about like you know how like almost disfigured he was how like gigantic he was and 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 when i had it picked i was like he's got a fucking humpback he's got like this crow <laughs> nose yeah. he's got like he's hideous but somehow horn around and so it really didn't connect very well with me that huge separation of right. how he was being described and then how she saw him. But I guess maybe that just goes to say that we are all our harshest critics. Yes. Sure. Yeah. So. Well, and I think because he says, like, of course, he already, like, when he was eight and went off to boarding school and got bullied mercilessly, his nose was already, like, f- would have been big for a full adult man and he was a small child. Right. Um, so he, like, grows into it. Yeah. He is a big strapping man. Well, so, and perfectly proportioned. Apparently. Perfectly proportioned and so muscled. So muscled. Can we discuss a little bit about uh, the aftermath of her shooting him? I was just thinking him? that. He's mm-hmm. so strong. He spends most of the book with the, without the use of one of his arms. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So he has this like phantom injury after she shoots him where his, I think it's his left arm, but his left arm no longer just works. Done. Yeah, he has like a psychosomatic injury because she, the doctor's like, no, it's fine. And they call him like eight doctors yeah. or something. Yeah, he and keeps they're calling like, doctors. <laughs> like, no, no, it's, it's your arm's healing. Yeah. It, like, didn't it's not, it didn't nerves, hit any nerves. Like, yeah, it's good. But it's like not working. I like that he was fully convinced that all the doctors were in on the yep. take <laughs> and agreeing with the first doctor. <laughs> totally. Just like, like, well, the first one couldn't figure it out, so he convinced all his friends to go along with yeah. it. Like, uh-huh. <laughs> Definitely was that. Now, how does this, um, how is it overcome later in the book? Oh, he, as we come he to has find to out. the sun. <laughs> Yes. So they go the on this like right. this big mission to get his son back from his terrible mother. And yeah, he's overcome by like how sad this little boy is. And well, he got out of his own and head sick and he finally yeah. thought about somebody else. Yeah. When confronted with the act, his actual human child. He stopped being a totally self-absorbed <laughs> asshole. Well, and I think that was it. It was the it was the drama. She shot me and I have this permanent, unexplicable injury that I'm carrying mm-hmm. around. But really, it was just all in his head. And he just needed to actually take care of somebody else 
and he needed two hands to do that. And I think it said something like, yep. like he was like, I had, I must have been using it for hours and didn't even notice that I was yeah. using it. Like, and his footman's like, uh-huh. yep. <laughs> and then she's like, yeah, maybe it was all in my head. Are pretty funny. Like her grandma, like we talked about, and then Phelps, who like was the groom who had been nice the to him groom, when he was yeah. a kid yeah. and taught him, and then he was like the coachman. And he kind of uh, he's kicked in the balls her. a lot, though, Phelps, doesn't he? Uh, he gets one. Just kick in one. The balls. I oh, thought sure. it was two. Yeah. From Charity Graves? No, or from from, from Dominic. Uh, from the child. The yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> it's like she's so like, stop totally... Phelps. And Phelps just gets nutted. And then the kid keeps yeah. going. <laughs> oh, oh and the, when they first see him, when she goes to find him in the village <laughs> yeah, after so. church. Yeah. Um, one whole plot line we have not discussed at all because meh. Obviously, it wasn't that important, but it kind of is like a through line. In the very first scene, when they meet in this like antique shop, she sees something in the case. She buys it. It turns out to be this like incredibly valuable Russian icon, um, like painting of Virgin Mary and baby Jesus. And it's got like golden gems on it. It's worth tons of money. She gives it to him. He wants it. And she withholds because and she that's what women are good for. Fuck him. And then once they get married and things are like going well, then she gives it to him because it's his birthday. And it's like the first present he's ever gotten in his whole life. And he didn't coerce it out of her. Super crushing. She just knew that he wanted it. Yeah. She was just like, no, no, you want it. And like, so here you go. Like, it's no big deal. And he's like, oh, my God, she's just like rocked my world. She thinks it's like nothing. nothing." Yeah. Yeah. But then, uh, yeah, Charity and one of his... who I guess Va- is like literally a whore. Vaudry um, yeah. has like convinced one of his friends that they're in love and has tricked him into doing all this uh, stuff. So he, at the end of the book, breaks into the house to try and steal the icon. And Jessica, Jessica beats, beats the shit beats out of him. The shit oh, she's out like, of I'm him. so glad you're here, Dane. I'm afraid I would have killed him. <laughs> yeah, she was like bashing him. his head against the ground. Yeah, had him she, by like, the hair. totally loses it. I mean, he was... Well, she even said, she's like, I feel like he was, like, not fighting me. He just was trying to, like, push me off away yeah. from me. Yeah, he was but, trying to hold on to that yeah, icon. She was, she was going to straight up murder I think him. she was. Well, she shot Dane. Yeah. There's a little bit of violence in her. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's mm-hmm. it. She also has a little something she's going on below the surface. Side. You better watch out for her. <laughs> yeah. She's so, like, controlled and, and smart and aware of what's going on all the mm-hmm. time. But sometimes. But then I think some of that rubs off on Dane because other he would have beat his friend to death, essentially. Like, you come into my home, you steal my thing, you attack my wife. What is going on? But instead, yeah. Yeah. he develops a modicum of sense and actually employs him to go after mm-hmm. and marry Charity Graves, his baby mama. So yeah, and keep her and the keep fuck her away, from away that. and that he will pay him to do that. Yeah. And he's like, and settle okay. all of his debts. Yeah. So like, here, go love the woman you love. Keep her away from me. She yeah. crazy. That bitch be crazy. And she was. But apparently, Charity Graves is trying to improve her grammar, though. Yes. Yeah, she kept like, correcting herself. I, I thought that was funny. I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> yeah, she was She was trying to sound proper. She, she just really wanted to be proper. Wasn't her natural inclination in those heightened emotional circumstances where she's trying to essentially sell her child. Yeah. Yep. To his own father, not into a, you know. Horrible but situation, sell, sell but under child. the threat of maybe him ending up in a terrible situation. Well, she almost killed him, him, though, too. 
She drugged yeah. him. Yeah, she, yeah she gave him laudanum, and he got very sick. Yeah. Which apparently runs in the family. Happened to Dane when yes. he was but a, but a wee boy as well. I kind of love that whole scene where he took care of him, and and then he also started to realize, I know exactly what to do with this kid because this kid is me. And so he's yep. like, yeah. you're covered in vermin. So you can either take a bath or the only other way is to eat turnips. And the kid's like, yeah. <gasps> Give me the bath. And he's like, knew it. (laughs) Because he's so scared of like that he won't be able to do it, like to take care of a child. So again, gets totally in his own head. And then, yeah, once he sees him, he's like, oh, I understand. Yeah, like I was this kid. And also then starts to understand himself better. Like, And had my father only given me that pat on the shoulder, that little bit of love. Right. How much of a difference would that have made for me? Oh, wait, I should probably do that for my son. Exactly. And he does. It's nice. Happy ending. Right? In many ways. Jess and Dane, would you do it with them? Tom. Jess, 100%. Like, she's she's got a lot going on. She's whip smart. She's, I mean, a hell of a shot. So that's always good to have in the relationship. <laughs> uh, no, definitely with her. Uh, yes, with him, but with some reservations due to the fact he's a fucking head case. <laughs> <laughs> Amy? Uh, Jess, 100%. It seems like she is a tiger in the sack. Insatiable. She, yeah, she, she wants it in. all yeah. the time. Yeah. And she'll and do like, anything. Talk about enthusiastic consent. Yeah. Like she yeah. was She's fucking there it. for I it. could see her just kind of like waltzing into the um the sitting room and Dane like reading a novel or something and just her being like, What are your thoughts on anal? Like that's <laughs> a like, that's something hundred <laughs> percent. Totally. And so <laughs> No, I totally think so. Because like my grandmother told me. Um because that's there how she many, finds out. There so, are many other ways that we can obtain pleasure. How would you feel if I stuck my finger in your bum? Like I think she would say that to him. For yeah. sure. Cause that's how they finally consummated their marriage is that she was like, fuck this, and put on like this sexy negligee that he got all hot and bothered just hearing about before. Yep. And was basically like throwing herself well, at him. Here I am. And he like couldn't resist. I mean, he didn't want to resist, yeah. but he did. No. But you know. Yeah. But yeah, she like walked in the room and was like, We fucking? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we do like, this. It's been three days. Yeah. What's wrong? And with then you? she's like, and next time you hit on me. This has <laughs> yeah. been so hard. I've been coming on to you for days, man. <laughs> you know how awful this <sighs> is to be pushed aside for days. So yeah. her yes, Dane. I don't know. I, I wasn't super attracted. Like, and because I was kind of confused about really how good looking was he, she described, I don't know, him. No, I don't think I would have sex with Dane. I would rock Jessica's world all night. Carla? <laughs> yeah, me too, Jess, 100%. Like, she ruled. Like, yeah, she, she was, was awesome. such a good heroine. She was so smart. She didn't take any shit. Um, I thought she, and yeah, she was super into it. And I totally agree, Amy. She would be like, up for trying whatever, whenever. So I thought she was fun and I totally liked her. Him, I think I, I'm going to say like 22-year-old Carla. Oh. Definitely. Yeah. Sure. For talking past Current Carla, I mean, no, because he's just made of red flags. Sure. Well, and I feel like the only attractive part of him was how attracted he was to her. Yes. And mm. I feel yeah, like that did, okay. that does not exist outside of their relationship. 
Yeah. I think she, having had the taste of sex, would fuck like that for anybody that she, like, she can emotionally connect and, like, give it her all. I feel like. Yeah, he might not be able to do that. I feel like that's the only reason he's good at it is because he's with her. Okay. And also, I think all of his sexual experience, other than her, all was with whores. Yeah. So, like, I don't think he's going to have, like, some skills that I'm probably looking for in a person that I want to have sex with because those would not be services he would be providing to people he was paying to have sex with. Oh, that's right. He's not going down on those whores. Come on. No. Yeah. Come on. Come on. No. (laughs) (laughs) He's paying for that, Uh, But again, like, brooding bad boy younger Carla? Yeah, maybe. Maybe give him a test run. Yeah, sure. Okay, let me throw this out here. <laughs> Jess's okay. grandmother. Yeah. I mean, yes, personality for sure. It sounded like she was still totally a babe. And probably in the time was like 50. Yeah, she probably was yeah. not old. Yeah. So maybe. And like, I bet she knows some stuff. I bet she yeah, knows for a sure. lot of stuff. Yeah. Yeah, she was. I wanted to hang out with her for sure. <laughs> so maybe it could lead to something. Sure. Oh, sure why not? Yeah. Start as friends. Just see where it goes. Just play it easy. <laughs> few, loose. few games of backgammon here and there. <laughs> oh, exactly. So what would your rating be? I would give this book. Well, I do give this book <laughs> four out of five little earthquakes. Ooh. I thought it was a good read. It kept me engaged throughout most of it. There was occasionally a couple parts where I was like, "Eh, I just need to get to like something else that's going on to like, because the sex sex was so far away. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, other than that, like I thought it was pretty good. Uh, Amy, I would also give it four out of five breeding organs, four Mm. throbbing breeding organs out of five throbbing breeding organs. Because, and I loved it too, I loved the writing, I think the characters were great, I feel like there was no hero in the story, I feel like it was all about the heroine and that he was the damsel in distress, and I very much enjoyed that. For sure. Uh, It would have gotten five out of five had there just been more boning. I did not want to touch myself throughout the entirety of the book, and that told me that there wasn't quite enough of the sexy stuff. (laughs) Yeah, I would also say four out of five fierce thrusts yeah had had they got to the sex sooner and like had longer more detailed descriptions when it happened then it would have been five out of five Mm. because i liked it i feel like releasing rage really set a precedent i think it did it really did because they were like it was into sex on like page oh yeah yeah it was so quick and there's so much detail to be honest let's Let's go back to a book we read a long time ago. Take a journey with us. That is for sure the book I have thought about the most since we read it. Yeah. And thought like, I really should read another one of those books in that that series. (laughs) Even though it was also the book with the most problematic stuff. Very problematic. Yeah. Like, it was wild. But... Yeah, it's definitely the one that I thought, like, well, I bet the next book gets real smutty right off the bat. And those other, like, the guys that they set up in that book. Likeable characters. Seemed fun. Seemed more likable. So, good choice, Amy, because we read it a long time ago. We did. And I still am like, huh, wonder what those cyborgs are doing. Yeah, I've never once wondered about that doctor and his fucking Stetson. No. No. And there's other ones where I was looking back through my notes 
before we recorded tonight, and I was like, oh, yeah. Remember that book? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, that book. They're all just kind of been no, like. No, Releasing Rage has definitely been an Angel's. Yeah. Um, I can't remember the title. <laughs> yeah, Angel's, Angel's Blood. Blood. Okay. I enjoyed as a book, but not as a sex no, book. No, yeah. and, but I've read it twice. And so yeah. that one is just in my head. But definitely. Well, releasing, and you've read a bunch more of those ones too, right? So you're like more in the mythology. But Releasing Rage was, you know what? I think they took a really big risk in some of the things that they did. And apparently it paid off as a very memorable book. Yep. I mean, I, yep. But I <laughs> I block out all those bad parts and I only think about the really good sexy dominating. Yeah, I just think about like, yeah. yes, their dynamic and how like into it both of them mm, sure. were. Just and, ignore yeah. like the one and a half chapters of that book that were yep. horrible. Exactly. Just, just so gloss horrible. over those and you're good. Yeah. How yeah. rude so are we to talk about someone else's smutty book in the middle of talking oh. about another book? That is. I'm sorry, sorry Loretta. Sorry, Loretta. Loretta. Yeah, that was we, gave, we gave it four we out of five. We did. We liked your book. I don't think even yeah. releasing Rage smut. got that many. I think it was rated No, lower. I don't think so because it was like, yeesh. Yeah, the problematic thing And it was the first the one we started out with and we were just like, bam. But yes, Lord of Scoundrels. I liked it. I would recommend it. Just be prepared that the sex doesn't kick in for a while. Yeah. And being the third in the in the series, I expected the sex to come a little sooner. But maybe mm-hmm. maybe that's not true. Maybe it is. It came sooner. And I keep saying came sooner. And just inside of me, I'm just like. I'm a 16 year old boy. It happened sooner, maybe in the first books, and now since it's the third book, they can draw. Yeah, maybe they can draw it out a little bit. Um, I guess another thing I liked about this book was that I couldn't tell if the other characters from the other books were in this book, which I sort of like because it can be frustrating when you read one and they're clearly just referencing all these other books which i guess if you've read those other books you like but coming into a series in the middle yeah. i don't want to it needs hear... to be standalone enough not to feel like you're being left for out. sure yeah yeah exactly so if they were there they were like in a ballroom scene yeah. or something i think because i didn't even notice them at all sure which is nice thanks loretta yeah. i thought it was very well written there was usually like these books can the writing style can, can be cringy mm-hmm. and not sure. just like mm-hmm. what they're writing about, just how they say things. Yes. To the point where I'm like, listen, I'm a teacher. <laughs> Let's talk about syntax and grammar. And just how to structure And just things. sentence sure. structure. Yeah, because yeah, it'll take you out of it. Yeah, yeah it does. That's yeah. the one thing that takes um, me out of it. Use all the weird words you want for vaginas. Sure. And Get into totally. it. Go crazy with the thesaurus. It's all good. But just totally have it make sense when you're reading it. Don't make me reread yes. a sentence. Exactly. Which I did have to reread the lightning strike part because I was like, what just happened? And then she explained it like two sentences after I stopped reading and had to go back. But, <laughs> oh, well. That's on you, Tom. <laughs> That's on yeah. me. Tom, do you know what our next book is going to be? I sure do, Carla. We are going to read Forbid Me by M. Robinson. Okay, well, if you would like to find us, we would like it if you found us on Instagram. It's Sexy Book Club Podcast, but there's like uh, underscores between the words. Sexy underscore book club underscore. But yeah, exactly. But I mean, you can find us uh, or email sexybookclubpodcast at gmail.com. Maybe you know a great book and you want to recommend it to us. That'd be nice. But we will be back next time. And I guess until then... 
May all your softnesses be hot and welcoming. Mm-hmm.